Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is me starting the podcast. <laughs> Listeners, I'm going to tell you who I'm sitting with in one second, but shall I tell you how professional we are? We've picked a time to record this podcast when the church next to my house is doing its bell ringing practice. So apologies. <laughs> Listeners, today I am joined by two luminaries of the gay universe who have been making a splash over all of the newspapers, all of the television shows. It's Luke Whitehouse and Lachlan Mantell, who recently were turned down for trying to buy a house or trying to view a house, trying to buy a house in Surrey because you were gay. And you two said, we're not having that and we're taking it global. Um, so welcome, Luke and Lachlan. Hi. So I've got church bells ringing and it's pitch black. You two are somewhere very sunny and I could hear birds earlier. So. <laughs> yes, we're in Hawaii. We're at the tail end of our holiday. Um, just, yeah, had a little escape. I think we, we missed the storm and everything over there, thankfully. And we've been in the beautiful sunshine, so we're not complaining. <laughs> it's a very sort of thing Prince would have done. Or like maybe Ariana Grande would do now. <laughs> sort of like big. Sp- oh, it's, actually, do you know what? It's very Adele. It's very Adele to create a huge splash and then retreat and then just, and then just you know, around. not do anything. <laughs> well, thank you so much for um, interrupting your holiday. So was this a planned holiday or was this because of everything that's gone no, on? No, this was always planned. Yeah, it was just coincidental that um, yeah. we had this kind of house drama and everything blew up. So it was actually kind of serendipitous that we had this booked in already because yeah. yeah we definitely needed to take a break <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes well we'll get into that more in a minute but um and what we're going to do listeners is you have all been sending in all of your experiences of lgbt housing this whole thing started because of one of our listeners wrote in and was having trouble with their own housing situation um so many of you have written in and said all these unique experiences and around it so boys thank you for speaking up it's something that we need to see see more of um but we're going to do a few emails first let me head to the inbox oops i've gone off the page now we've had a message from michael it's going to be a goodie on the treadmill this morning and choosing a podcast to listen to i realized that i only ever listen to homo sapiens when i go to bed at night why is this on reflection it's a mix of chris's soothing voice guilty your honor and friendly delivery plus a desire to really listen to the discussion that i always find truly interesting and relevant you should tell my mum all this michael um and relevant to me it's a bedtime treat that i love and look forward to i promise i don't fall asleep before it finishes michael that's very kind i a few people have messaged lately saying they listen to it as they go to sleep 
which makes me think that I could do one of those things on the car map, you know, where someone like, do you two ever use those apps? Like car You've map? You've got a we very, do. very we, soothing voice. We sleep sometime, most of the time, actually, with a thunderstorm. We put the thunderstorm on car map and we like that. <sighs> Isn't that the best? And I like Harry Styles' voice. He won't listen Can't to me. So it. I'm like, can we no, have Harry? Too exciting. Like, too <laughs> exciting. <laughs> too no exciting cele- I don't want celebrities putting me to sleep. Yeah. I'm just all for a very kind of calm... For me, it's got to be like an older man. (laughs) I don't know why the older male British voice I like on the car map. I don't want a woman. I don't want an American. (laughs) So what does Harry Styles say? He he does a sleep story. He he tells a story and and he's very slow and he's got a beautiful voice. It's too sexy (laughs) for for sleep. I know what you mean. I'm also going to say today, you two are joining me on the inaugural outing of my ring light that clips over my laptop. I'm going to show the guys oh, here. Oh, nice. Be- we could do it. Because one of them. Ben Hunt, who... Well, you two don't need it, because how old are you? Mid-30s. I'm nearly 40. He's 37. He's telling yeah. people he's 40 already. Are you fucking kidding me? You both look 24. Oh. We need to we need to walk through your skincare <laughs> regimen in a second. Because I'm 39, and Ben Hunt, who was on last week, told me I look rough on the Zoom. So I was like, well, Ben, in my drawer, I've got a ring light. So that's coming out today. It makes my teeth look white. Yeah, I'm definitely getting one of them. <laughs> Speaking of Ben Hunt, message from Thomas. Wow, two of my absolute faves in a row, Susie, being Susie Ruffle, who was our guest for week for last, and then now Ben, Ben Hunt, who was last week's guest vice uh, senior reporter. Christmas was two months ago, you know. Ah, oh, that's funny, well done. Um, loved Ben's story about his house project for his friends to live in. Made me think of the Pink Palace. Ah, lovely. He um, is actually doing amazing stuff in and around the situation in Ukraine at the moment. And one of the things I meant to say, actually, is that... It's such a sad week for what's been going on in the Ukraine. And also thinking of our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters there. And we're going to put links in the bio for this episode for fundraising links so that people can donate to all the resources and keep doing more and more to try and help in any way we can. Um, It's Yeah, it's just awful. And Ben is doing amazing stuff about it this week. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he comes, comes back with. Swinging from really serious to this is probably the silliest message we've got so my timing wasn't great but anyway craig got in touch uh to say thanks so much for the egg flavored crisps we sent him (laughs) because he won we gave away some egg flavored crisps if you remember listeners in the episode with freddie mcconnell on transparenting freddie is a trans dad and he brought us back egg flavored crisps from Spain where he was also on holiday everyone's on holiday <laughs> and Craig wrote and said thanks so much I'm going to share them with my friends tonight and then he wrote a follow-up message later saying follow-up we ate them drunk my first drink since new year feel bloody rough wow. <laughs> egg, egg. That's you a, said, did I hear that right yeah. egg flavored crisps that sounds weird yeah have you ever had them no Ooh. I've never Ooh. even heard of them they sound I don't know egg flavored crisps that sounds odd I mean, I love They're really them. good. Oh, they are. I would try them for sure. I like. I do like an egg, but, but I can't imagine an egg what, flavor. What, what is egg flavor though? Uh, Freddie very kindly gave me a packet as well. Did I eat one of the winners' packets? Maybe. <laughs> um, but thank you, Freddie, for sending them in. I don't think you could describe it, but once you eat it, you're like, oh, that's totally egg, and they are delicious and very. Um, I'd say they probably taste more like the yolk than the white. That's better. Right? So yeah. like a kind that of helps. creamy flavour? I don't know. A <laughs> bit creamy. Egg. Flavoured crisp. Egg just makes me think of something else, which 
isn't that appealing when it comes to food. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they're better so than they say. Harry Styles tick egg no. Good. I'm getting to know you boys. Interesting. So thank you for everyone for all those emails. Please stay in touch. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com. Uh, at Homo Sapiens on Instagram, at Homo Sapiens Podcast on Facebook. We love to hear from you. Egg Crisp Stories, if you're Harry Styles, also get in touch. That's because Lachlan and Luke would really like to talk to you. <laughs> Let's go over to our topic now, which is LGBTQ plus housing, really. So, boys, let's start by just tell me... I'll caveat that you will have told this story a thousand times, but for those in the who don't know, just tell me a bit about what happened to you briefly, if you can. Yeah, sure. Um, so it was about five or six weeks ago now, we just started our house hunt, which was really exciting. We've looked at houses for quite a while. We were always on right move, checking things out. We've rented together for, for years Yeah, now, for a few yeah. years now. It was the first time we wanted to actually view a house to buy. Um, so we... we are, applied for one this was it was our very first one so it was very exciting um and we had a message back from because on purple bricks which is the company that you go that we went through you actually talk directly to the owners of the house not with the agent so we had a message back Mm. just saying oh can you tell us a little bit more about you which we thought was a bit unusual but because we hadn't it was literally the first one we thought well maybe that's just a normal thing and they want to know a bit more because they're letting you into their house to to view it or whatever um, so we just sent you sent a bit of information that you just saying we uh, you know we're a couple um, we're living in London Lachlan's brother lives in Surrey nearby with his children and basically that's... we know the area really yeah. well yeah. we love it uh, you know we've got friends that live around there yeah and then we waited for their message back <laughs> and then when they got in touch they basically said that they don't want us to buy or even view their house based on the fact that we're two men in in partnership. And then they quoted some Bible passages at us, which was shocking. <laughs> That's just... So I've got the message here that they replied back to you that I'll read if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Dear Lachlan and Luke, thank you for sharing your circumstances with us. We're sorry if we seem intrusive, but we want to just make clear that we would be unwilling for two men in a partnership to view or buy our house. As it is contrary to the gracious teaching in God's word... The Holy Bible, e.g. Romans 1, 24 to 128 and Jude 7, King James Version. Thank you for the clarification. With regards, and I won't say their names. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's religious grounds. But hang on, isn't what they're doing illegal? Yes. This is where the conversation started with us because we read that message and then kind of the immediate reaction was Luke actually was quite upset. I was just kind of bewildered. And then we said to each other, well, what do we do now? (laughs) Because it Mm. was just so offensive that we felt like we couldn't do nothing. So then the question was, well, what can we do? Mm. Um, And I'd just come back from a long night shift at work and and Luke was starting his day. So we, we just jumped online and... Um, I posted something to Purple Bricks on Twitter and that's kind of how it all blew up and, and, and started. And they then Purple Bricks got involved and they said, look, we'll take this listing down. It's contrary to our values and that was great. They actually responded really swiftly. Um, mm-hmm. But then, yeah, in due course, we found out that actually it is indeed, as one lawyer described it to us, the most black and white case of discrimination of this type. 
And so, yeah, we, we definitely could have kind of taken it further in a, in a legal sense. It's something we decided not to do because um, obviously we felt that talking about it publicly was a more kind of powerful thing. Mm. But, yeah, it's you, you can't discriminate against someone when you're selling their house, when you're selling your house, sorry, um, on any kind of protected status. So race, religion, disability, sexuality, you you just can't do it. And so, Lachlan, you work at Good Morning Britain, right? Am I right? Yes. Was that sort of your first port of call? Like, right, I'm going to go bring this to the telly. No, no. The, the exact opposite. Yeah. You know, I'm the probably the most private person you'll ever meet. I don't like talking about myself ever. Um, it was actually me that it was, him, pu- it was yeah. me that pushed it, and it was because the Daily Mail had got right. in touch with me. Um, I think from Lachlan's tweet, and then it all went from there. And then it hit the press, and it was only when all the media was picking oh. it up that I think Lachlan's work were like. Oh, well, I think we're going to have to get you on the show, <laughs> which is a bit unusual. <laughs> no way. Yeah, so it's like, I think so I think normally with the TV, normally they let it, it, it goes in the press first normally, doesn't it, before TV things I end up on the I think they TV. just sort of didn't think, like, we. I definitely talked about it with colleagues at work and, you know, um, people pulled me aside and said, oh, my gosh, like, I'm, you know, so sorry for you that this happened and it's how, you know, terrible in 2020 um two that this kind of behavior still exists so you know people at work knew about it and i think they just didn't really necessarily immediately go oh that's a story because it was me do you know what i mean i think it's just so it's such a bizarre uh you know (laughs) set of circumstances you yourself know you know working in the media and i don't think you intentionally think oh i'll be the story no and i think you you just we didn't expect it to get to that level, yeah. but I think because it's such an interesting talking point, like where do people stand on that issue? Because a lot of people mm. on the comments online were like, well, it's their house, they can sell to who they want, which is true. Of course, they, they always would have had that choice. They can sell their house to whoever they want and they would always get to pick that person. But I think mm. people were just so outraged because you don't expect that kind of response these days. And I'm sure we all come across forms of discrimination as, as gay people, I'm sure we all get discriminated against at some point, but most of the time I think we probably don't know it. I think the fact that they actually mm-hmm. put something in writing, it was so blatant, so arrogant. You don't expect to see those kind of messages from anyone anymore, and I think that's why there was such outrage about it and it was such a talking point because you just don't expect someone to message someone like that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
So there was that whole cake thing, wasn't there, in America? It was in Ireland, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, Republic of Ireland. There was another case in the oh, US as well. You're right, you're right. A lot of gay a, cakes. Gay cakes, yeah. <laughs> Very popular. And so what was it? A baker wouldn't write happy birthday to a gay man on a gay cake or something? On a yeah. Cake. No, it was a, in Ireland, it was a pro-marriage cake, yeah. so they wouldn't write. It. it. wouldn't support marriage on the cake. And what we found out from a lawyer, the one that actually appeared on Good Morning Britain with us, is that she said... The difference with that case and ours was the fact that they were being asked to write a political statement, which was pro-gay marriage, whereas ours mm. was different because it was just like blatant discrimination on not like not selling something to someone based yeah. on their characteristics. So I think the reason why it failed in the High Court was that basically the the bakers couldn't be forced into saying that they supported gay marriage, um, mm. whereas with us we were being discriminated against in terms of being sold a house because we were gay, which obviously, you know, you can't do. With the gay cake case as well, they said that if they had refused to sell them any cake, then they would have won because that would have been discrimination. It was more around Mm. the message on the cake that was the reason that Mm. they ended up... uh, I think they won initially in court, and then when it went higher up, because it got peeled, and then it got thrown out, is my understanding of it. But it's, you know, it's so brilliant that you two decided to speak out on it. And because, you know, it's it's brought to the front so many people that will get to all people's comments in a minute, but, like, it, this stuff happens a lot in various yeah. ways. And I th- it's so interesting what you said about often you're discriminated against against but you don't know it Mm. and that's the thing is like you go through a lot of that discrimination is yeah is invisible Mm. I remember when I got married a member of my extended family wrote me and my husband a letter saying we're not going to come to your wedding because in the eyes of God we don't it was a you know they did a God thing um we don't believe this is right and as I imagine it was for you with the house it was so upsetting. I was just like, I felt really gross. Like yeah. it was like, you think I'm gross and it sort of makes you feel like that. Is that, did you feel at all like that? Yeah. Cause Chris, I don't know what that experience was like for you and, and your husband, but for me, it took me right back to being in high school and just being like mm. bullied relentlessly and made to feel like I didn't belong and I would never be part of the world out there that I wanted to be a part of. It sort of took me right back to that place where um, I felt ashamed of being gay, that, you know, how dare mm. I think, oh, I'll own a home. You know, for me, it's been a real journey to get to this place where I'm in a long-term relationship, I- I've got a career um, and a job, uh, I can consider owning a home like those are huge steps for anyone but I think especially for us as a same-sex couple we've had to overcome you know perhaps more obstacles than some other people to get to that place so to then have something like that thrown in your face um yeah it just it took me right back to a place of thinking that um I I didn't belong or that I shouldn't belong um Mm. and yeah it kind of it I guess it brought up a lot of stuff maybe that I haven't thought about for a long time. I think we've came so far as well from from when we were growing up and going through school. Like I think there's been such a change in the last 20 years. And I, I said before, as an adult, I hadn't felt like, I, I mean, I think most gay people go through a little bit of bullying or a lot of bullying when you're growing up through school. But as an adult, I never felt like I'd been 
specifically uh, discriminated against in, in a way. And it made me actually feel quite naive in thinking that, oh, you know, this isn't as big of a deal anymore. It was a, it was a wake-up call for me, for sure. And it gave me a, a huge appreciation for things that maybe I hadn't appreciated as much before, such as the Pride events, which I think are so important. Um, and even more so now, for, for me, having gone through that. Yeah, is it also like, I don't know if you ever had this thing, and this is, I say this is a fortunate white cisgendered gay man, you know, we're lucky compared to other members of our LGBTQIA plus mm. spectrum. But do you sometimes think, <laughs> is it all in my head and actually no one gives a shit? You know what I mean? And then something like this happens and you're reminded that no, it Absolutely. is real, you know, because yeah. sometimes because the fight has so much of the fight has been one you don't always think i don't know sometimes i'm like maybe it's in my head yeah i think in, unless you come across it personally or someone around you i mean i think you you read those stories in the press about you know gay people being attacked and you think oh my god that's awful which it is and like you can't believe that's happening but when it happens to mm. you or someone i think you're close to it, it that's when it becomes more of a wake-up call i would say and i think over the last yeah. 20 years it's definitely something that's probably becoming less common but it's not. It, it just shows that it's still there, and people do still hold these views. I think as well, like it, it made me realize too, like a lot of the spaces that we occupy are spaces where we feel really safe in. So we live in bigger cities mm-hmm. where there's big kind of queer communities, and you know, I work in the media. Luke wants his own business, so you know, we're sort of, I guess, you're in a bubble in a way. That's what maybe it made me think of as well. And we are hugely privileged even even within, you know, the LGBTQ plus community. And it, it definitely made me think of all the other, you know, people within our community who have got it so much harder. Yeah. There's yeah. people that are way more marginalised than we are. And you think of, um, you know, gay people who live in countries where it's still illegal, which is the majority of countries around the world. Yeah. And it makes you feel lucky that we live in... a place like England that is so open and we've came so far as a society but it shows that there's still work to do yeah absolutely and so and this whole thing for homo sapiens in terms of talking about it was started from an agony uncle letter we got from one of our listeners which I'll summarize was basically um this person they were advertising for someone to live in their shared house with their housemates and they wanted to ask about being the person who was coming in, what their views on being LGBTQ plus was and wanting them to know that they were LGBTQ plus. Their landlord refused to put LGBT plus friendly in the ad. And, you know, particularly with renting as well, at least if, if you're buying, if you're fortunate enough to buy, you will own that home and that will be your safe space. But lots of people are sharing, as we know. And basically, the housemates and the landlord from memory were sort of saying that this person was being a bit political by asking for safety around, you know, being LGBT friendly. So we then got an update after we discussed it first on the podcast. Just a little update. This is new, just fresh off, hot off the press listeners. The person who moved in is gay and lovely. Yes. So I feel very seen by at least one other person in the house. Um, I love that, which yeah. makes the experience living there a lot better. Isn't that great? Yeah, um, that's great. Thank you so much for spending time reading it and answering it. I was on the tube coming home from work and it felt like a one-on-one therapy session I didn't even realise I was getting. Well, listen, we aim to please. What can I say? Okay, let's have a look at some of the poll questions regarding LGBT housing. Are you ready, boys? Yeah. 
good. Have you ever experienced discrimination from a landlord slash estate agent due to your sexuality slash gender identity? Well, the people who answered our Instagram poll, 89% of you said no, 11% of you said yes. As someone, I think it was Dr. Ranch pointed out to me the other day, it's still 11% who did. That's a lot, yeah. Does your landlord know that you are LGBTQ+, 39% of you said yes, 61% of you said no. I think my landlord knew I was gay when I kept trying to decorate. I kept asking if I could paint the cupboards. Um, shit. I also, by the way, decorated this whole house we lived in. He didn't even notice. How rude. He literally came around. I was like, buddy, I've screwed moulding onto your front door to make it look old. I've painted it, painted painted the sitting room, put shelves up. It looked, it looked a dream, I tell you. Anyway, That's how I feel whenever I leave a house spotless and people come in and they've yes. just got no, they just don't notice anything. I'm like, do you understand? I spent months cleaning this house. Oh, I know. He travels with cleaning products. That's like the level of extreme. Shut <laughs> up. What did you take on holiday with you? He's got just some a little, Just stuff. a little bleach. <laughs> He's obsessed. Honestly, we, we move into a house. It's Lock like two clean. days to, to clean. Okay, so so I've got a couple of things to say here. Firstly, Lachlan gave Luke the biggest evil when you revealed that piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> um, secondly, I understand traveling with cleaning products as a concept, but <laughs> traveling with bleach, when bleach is the most universally gettable thing all over the globe. He's very I specific with the I, products. He's very specific with what he likes. But I thought you were going to say, oh, well, Mr. Muscle or Domestos <laughs> is the best thing. But no, it's just bleach. I'm is just right. Like, I've got. It's like I just need the bathroom to be really surgically clean. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. I just need yes. the things that go on in hotel bathrooms. It's very particular. Yeah. So, massive sidebar. Actually, before that sidebar, another sidebar. My ring lights run out of battery. We've only oh, got a no, week. Oh no! You still so look great. You don't will, need it. <laughs> you get what you, you get. What you pay for. You definitely don't need it. Thanks, boys. I really appreciate that. What is it about gay men, given we are in, we are only gay men here, so that's, let's narrow it down to that, and extreme cleanliness? Because it's definitely a thing. Why? Well, Why do I, the gays I agree it? with what you said, but I don't think it goes for everyone because I know some pretty grotty gay men too that aren't as OTT clean. He's probably the most extreme. But there is a sort of like a kind of... Uh, like a more pride to. in appearance. Are we stereotyping and... ourselves? Well... <laughs> but but no, I think... You're allowed to stereotype if you are part of the stereotype. Yeah, that's, my that's true. New, and it's, brand po- new and it's a positive yeah. thing. Yeah, I think for the most part, I think gay that's men generally like to live clean. <laughs> there's clean so, space. I feel what like is there's that, so though? Many, uh, there's so many reasons what I could give for it. I don't... Like... Maybe what? I don't know. Is it is it like a... My like my mother was an obsessive cleaner, like, but, and I kind of took mm. after her. When I was at is uni, though, like and I a... lived with girls, and this is a bit of a stereotype, but it's like it's it's easier for girls to be messy with the hair in the showers and things like that. And it's just like, but living with men, gay men, I do think generally there's is it like a is it a controlling an aspect of your life thing? You know, like where maybe you feel like. That's something you can have control over. I don't know. What is it about gay men? What do you think? He's the extreme level. Extreme. My hunch is, have you ever read a book called The Velvet Rage? No. No. I've just been recommended this book. Apparently, it's incredible, right? right? It's like a must read. It's not not a holiday read because uh, I, I get stuck into a, you know, 
something a bit more fun. Uh, but no, it's all about um, why gay men specifically are the way they are. And it talks about this kind of stuff. And I do think it's like, this is all very deep. It's all why we make good housemates, though. See, there's me linking it to the topic. Uh, we do... LGBTQ plus people are often made not to feel enough. So therefore we try to do things to make us feel like we're enough. And therefore we like being hyper clean and we like being blah, blah, blah. Interesting. Um, yeah. I think it's definitely that kind of territory. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the end of part one of our lovely chat with Lachlan and Luke. We're talking about all things to do with LGBT housing. They've got an amazing story. Come back to hear more of it uh, in part two. 